So uh, can we get started? Are we live? Yeah, we're live. Wait, wait, let me check the microphone. Is it working? Yeah, yeah, it's working. All right, that's good. Okay. Today, here on our podcast, we have a very special guest named Jonathan Levy. Uh, he played soccer in Tottenham Hotspurs, <laughs> the fake one in Pittsburgh. Uh, he also played in Barcelona and was called by Messi the next best Jew player. He, he even had a dog named Messi. <laughs> and he wrote a book named uh, Men, is, Men Are Solely Responsible for Their Actions. Uh, thank you, Enzo. It's, uh, it's really a pleasure and an honor to be on your amazing podcast. Um, so uh, yeah, I guess we can get started. Okay. So my first question is, with all the corona we're having, uh, the quarantine and stuff, uh, a lot of people don't follow the rules and don't wear masks and don't, don't keep the social distancing. Uh, so can you explain to me why are men so irresponsible for their actions? Um, well, so... Uh, I guess I'll, I'll come back to the whole uh, COVID thing, but uh, I just kind of want to talk about it in generally first. So <clears throat> one, like a lot of people before they do something, they don't really think about the consequences. Like, um, like they, they, they might think about the risk, but they might not think about the consequences. Also another reason that makes people um, irresponsible is natural attractions and desires. Um, like there are things that, um, that certain people want or that certain people like really feel like they need and that they're willing to do um, anything for, um, you know? And also I think uh, I think addiction can make people very irresponsible. Um, yeah. Whether you're addicted to drugs or you're addicted to something else, you might not even know that you're addicted to something. And um, because you're addicted to it, it can make you, um, it can make you um, like do all kinds of things so that you can get the thing you're like addicted to. Like you see this like on a really extreme level where you see like coke addicts always breaking into cars for like loose change and just like a little bit of money just so that they can like, or heroin addicts so that they can, uh, um, you know, just buy just a little bit more so that they can get a little more. And I think also um, being dependent uh, on someone or on something else to get something can also make you irresponsible because, um, because you know, because you're dependent on something you're not able to make your own independent decisions, which is uh, follows along with uh, a lack of discipline. If you're not disciplined, obviously you're not going to be responsible because you don't know how to control yourself. Yeah, I guess it's in our nature to like look for the most pleasure thing possible as quickly as possible and don't look at the consequences. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so if it's, if it's in our nature to like look at the most pleasurable thing, why should we even bother to be responsible? Um, you know, to be honest, um, you know, the most successful people, uh, even though they might have not been responsible, you know, at the beginning of their life, or maybe they have, you know, you have to hold a certain responsibility to get a certain place in life, um, you know, to help yourself with self-improvement, um, you know, to, to have good connections with people, you have to be responsible and like follow uh, all kinds of things so that you're not, um, like, for example, like someone who isn't uh, responsible, you know, someone who's just sitting on the couch and doesn't care about whatever he has to do, 
just eating potato chips and playing video games all day. <laughs> like, like, like you're not going to see this man like getting anywhere uh, in comparison to someone, you know, who's uh, waking up early, who's doing what they have to do in the morning, you know, who's, who's uh, going to work or school or whatever they have to do and doing the best that they can there, you know, coming home, doing what they have to do. Uh, you know, like that person is obviously going to get much further. Yeah, I agree. But you have to agree with me that people aren't perfect, you know? Of course. And that's what's fun in life, you know? Because if we were perfect and did everything like, right, we would be like robots. And so there has to be a balance in life. You can't just like be responsible and everything. So in your opinion, how often should people do the right thing? So there's this thing called the 80-20 ratio, um, where you do 80% 80, 80 things that you need to do, whether you like them or not. 80% you do, um, uh, you know, just kind of, you just do what you need to do, what you have to get done, or things that you know will improve yourself, like working out, like, um, like I don't know, like reading, like maybe things that you might not like to do, whether you like them or not is irrelevant, but things you know that you're getting yourself forward and that you're improving yourself. And then the 20% ratio is, you know, like the do whatever you want, the the relax, uh, play your video games, watch your Netflix, you know, do whatever you want. So you kind of, you, yeah, you want to try to, yeah, you kind of want to split up your time. Mm -hmm. So that 80% of the time you're going straight forward and doing what you need to do. And then 20% of the time, um, you know, you're doing whatever you want and whatever, whatever you feel like you need to do to relax. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we'll lose our minds. And yeah, of course, we're, we're all here for a short period of time in our lives. And we need to enjoy. Of course. Um, okay, I have a question for you here. Uh, talking about uh, teenagers. I mean, they are our future. They will they are the ones who will like stay here longer, longer than us. And in our, in our time today, everything come to, comes to us like very fast. We cannot order something online and just like, it's in our home in three days and we go on, on our phone and it's instant pleasure. So I guess that the way to teach responsibility to them, it's like by by making them, making them see something that they want right now. That, in my opinion, it's women. I mean, okay, the whole their whole mind is like looking for women and girlfriends and all of that. So, do you think responsibility is an attractive trait to have? Okay, so I actually really like this question. Um, so I think there's a difference between. Um, I think there there becomes an age where this changes. So I think uh, definitely at a teenage at a like a teenager's age, you know, especially like uh, like mid teens, um, uh, the people who are doing the crazy, reckless, wild things, you know, are usually the ones getting the most attention. Um, and you know, obviously, um, it kind of it basically outweighs you know the people who are kind of doing the right thing, and and um, because you know it's 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 the teenage life. Um, mo most of the things, um, in your bringing up, you know, um, were decided for you. So I guess the teenage life is the transition to adult life. So it's still 
not as important, like what you decide to do with your life. Of course, it's important, but not as important as an adult. So as for adults, of course, responsibility is going to be an attractive trait. Like, like no one's going to look at some reckless guy who's doing drugs and uh, yeah, throwing their life away in their 40s. It still doesn't have a job. Then, you know, someone who's who's making a, like a six-figure salary, um, you know, and, you know, doing the right things, you know, working out, looking good, um, you know, always uh, positive, you know, making sure that they're doing the right things. Like, obviously, that there becomes an age where the, where the, where the second person is obviously going to be more attractive than the first, but I think that's, that's where the teenage age, you know, kind of plays its thing, that... Um, that um uh you know it's it's not as important right because um you know obviously that you have your parents still and it kind of yeah like, your yeah, parents take care of you right? your parents yeah. take care of you so it's it's not as important but I think it also separates a man from a child mm-hmm. um you know obviously like you have these things that people call like a man child mm-hmm. you know like like those like um yeah I know the, you know what I mean the, like, the uncle in the Christmas and the parties and yeah, I know it. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't want to be a man child. Who wants to be a man child? Come on, even a man child doesn't want to be a man child. Yeah. Come on, go get up and go do some shit. I also think that women, at a certain point, they they also look for the mature man. You know. Yeah, of That's course. That's why they're always dating older men and more more responsible people. Yeah. Someone who like makes sacrifices for them and. And uh, takes care of them. I yeah, think, I think that's that's what they look for. So I think on the long term, if you're responsible, you end up winning. Yeah, like uh, sacrifice is important, you know. Like it also, it, it's also like very connected with uh, with discipline, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it's also very important. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. All right. How uh, how important do you think sacrifices for a man's life and what does it have to do with self-discipline? Um, I think, well, you definitely have to, there's this element of sacrificing the present for a better future. Um, you know, you have to constantly be looking for what you can do now to help yourself in the future, whether it be studying, like now studying for a test you have in the, in the future, or maybe if you have a job, getting done with some projects now so that you don't, you know, you can uh, get them done, show your boss that you're done with them early, maybe try to get a raise later, you know? But um, of course, you know, there has to be this balance where if you're always sacrificing the present, you're never going to enjoy it. So you always have to see that there's a balance. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see. Uh, but how did you get to that level of awareness and maturity? Um, well, one, um, you know, you, you start with um, improving the, the little things in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you start with, um, you know... Maybe, you know, you start with uh, cutting out unneeded sugars from your diet, you know, unneeded expenses, Yeah. you know, trying to read a little bit every day, whether it be like only 20 or 30 pages, it still makes a difference. Um, or maybe you're waking up a little more, working out more, working out in a more, in a more structured way, um, you know, and then, and then, you know, you start to develop um, like better habits, which is very important. And, you know, you're yeah. constantly looking uh, at what other people are doing. And you're and you're developing connections with people, and all of a sudden you see like this rolling ball of just developing yourself, developing your discipline, doing things that you don't want to, even though you really don't want to. You know that it's important for yourself, and you continue doing it. Um, 
I think that, you know, it's this discipline also has to do with self-improvement and, you know, how self-improvement can take you to, to levels that are, you know, that you would think were yeah, like beyond your reach. Yeah. It's, it's the little things. Every yeah. Day. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. So let, let's take this to, uh, to, uh, outside environment, like social groups. Okay. Whether it's, uh, sports team or a school project or work doesn't matter let's say some somebody makes a mistake or anything big or small who should be the one to take the responsibility for it the person who made the mistake the whole group or the leaders of the group who, who should be the one to take the responsibility so um i think in many cases the leader must take the ultimate responsibility um, because if, if the whole group makes a connective mistake together where everyone makes the same mistake or everyone kind of contributes to the mistake, usually if the leader doesn't take the blame, no one will because everyone would say like, oh no, it's because of him that made me do that. And because it's just an endless chain of, um, of just blaming each other. So I think usually that the leader should take the responsibility. Um, I think that, um, if you made the mistake, obviously you have to take responsibility, but I think the most important is how you approach yourself or the people who made the mistake. You know, I think that if you made the mistake, you have to approach yourself with a calm mindset. You have to understand that you were the one who made the mistake. You have to take responsibility and you have to, you have to tell yourself very calmly that what your mistake was and think about how you can improve for next time. Now, if, someone else made the mistake, whether you're a leader in the group or someone else in the group, what you have to do is you have to come to them with like the right tone, a calm, helpful tone. Um, because you know, the power of using the right words in the right tone can improve the morale of the person who made the mistake, who then will improve the morale of the next person who makes a mistake, you know, yeah, yeah. On and, on and, on. Yeah, yeah. and then people will, won't be, scared to make mistakes and you'll relieve pressure off your group and you'll um and you'll obviously um and you'll obviously just make it a much better and positive situation yeah i agree i agree i think it's setting aside your, your ego of and be humble and don't don't attack the person who made the mistake and then you take responsibility and control over the situation and make better decisions and to, a, to lead to a better, better future. Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. So let's recap. We talked a lot about self-improvement and responsibility mm -hmm. and a little about self-discipline. Yeah, but for this final question for you, what does responsibility and self-improvement connect? How does it connect and how can you, can you relate that to helping others lives? So one with, um, self-improvement, obviously you are the only person who can improve yourself. You are the only person who can, you know, take yourself in your own hands and improve yourself. So it is part of your own responsibility to improve yourself. Now it is also part of your responsibility to help others around you because if no one does that, then we're all just going to be, you know, motherfuckers only think about themselves and shitty people. <laughs> like that's what it's going to come down to. So you have to also help the people around you. It's part of your responsibility. So that's how self-improvement and responsibility connect.
Now, it, now responsibility and self-improvement, it does conflict with helping those around you, right? Because if you're constantly thinking about self-improvement and that it's your responsibility and that's what you have to do, when you see the opportunity to help someone at the stake of your own self-improvement, right? Maybe you wanted to go do this this afternoon. Maybe you wanted to go work out. Maybe you wanted to finish your project, but a friend needs help, right? So you, it, it obviously conflicts with each other, right? You have right. to make a decision here. So, so, you know, you have to, you have to just think about the one person who only helps themselves, like the really like self-centered person who doesn't give a shit about other people. Like you just have to think about that one person. Like you don't want to be that person who wants to be that person. Right. But then on the other hand, you don't want to be the, the, the person on the other side, the person who doesn't care about themselves, who doesn't do anything for themselves and is constantly looking, is constantly looking to help people. You know, it's usually the people who are, um, who are like this, who are looking for attention for other people who are, who are looking some sort of for some gratitude of other people. Um, and they, and these people, you know, they, you know, once, once they, they have to do something on their own, they have trouble because they, you know, they, they're always used to just helping others and doing things for other people. So both sides aren't very good. Now, what you have to do is you have to find the right balance between them because helping others is important for the reason that, you know, you help other people, you know, they come back and they help you, you know, you create yeah. a kind of a better circle around you, you know? Um, and, you know, you obviously have to help yourself. You know, we talked about, about that earlier, how it's your responsibility. And um, the last thing I want to talk about um, is how helping others can be a form of self-improvement. Um, for some people, it is very comforting to do um, to do kind of a public service or community service, and you know, um, and you know, uh, fundraising and all that. You know, it's really good for their soul and for their well-being. And so, in this case, you know, you can kind of help your yourself because you know you're helping yourself with your mindset and your well-being, yeah. and you're also helping others with the things that you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Thank you, Jonathan. I think it was a very good conversation here about responsibility. Yeah, this was really fun. Thank you. All right.